0: Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. Pastel outfits for the whole family, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies, from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at (sighs) Macy's.com. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today, we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. Hiring is hard. Express Employment Professionals makes it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit expresspros.com to let the pros help you. Express Employment Professionals is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to expresspros.com to find the location near you.
1: your soul. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful. Laugh a little more. Tighten up your core. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown.
0: I'm sitting across from Lacey Johnson, which I first met Lacey. I guess it was a couple of months ago. She came to my house to interview me for an article that was being done for Brentwood Lifestyle and Bell Mead Lifestyle. There's these lifestyle magazines here and around Nashville that arrive in people's mailboxes, depending on where you live, is which one you get. And she wrote the kindest article ever. In fact, like some of the adjectives that she chose to use, I was like, you can't describe me as that. And then I realized. I realize too, it's also not my place to say what you can and cannot say about me because you are the writer. So I'm sure that's also really annoying when someone comes back and says something. You made the most really moving impression upon me. I have
2: to tell you, I have interviewed probably 300 people or more at this point, like in my career for magazines and media sources. And you're the only person I have ever interviewed who like... Was so humble and wanted to like turn down the dial on your fabulousness. Like I have n- normally people there she want to is turn down the of those dial. Adjectives, up. no No, seriously, you were so humble and just so reserved in the way that I described you, and it was really refreshing. Well, in, in a world of opportunism and influence, it was very refreshing.
0: Well, we're not here to talk about me. We're here <laughs> to talk about you because as you were leaving, you shared a little bit more about what you do and of course, before the interview started, I knew that you had articles published in Oprah Magazine and I don't know, you name Marie Claire, Mm -hmm. like the list goes on, Oprah.com, like you're very into health, mental health, mind, body, spirit, the whole connection. And somehow, right when you walked out, you said something like, oh, I have a book coming out. And I was like, wait, what? You have to come on the podcast. So I would love for you to just share with us the workbook, what that's all about, your upcoming book, why you're passionate about this. And I know you have a very wild story of something that happened to you. So I'm going to pass the mic (laughs) and let you share with us why you decided to put pen to paper, but like in an actual, not just an article, like something more for people to work with. So I am passionate about mental
2: health, you know, trauma, healing, grief. I've worked with a lot of psychologists, neuroscientists, spiritual thought leaders, a lot of experts in mental health. And it's sort of came about naturally in my journalism and my work because I, from a very young age, experienced an extremely traumatic event when I was six years old. My family had a furniture store business and there was a gas leak and there was an explosion and my mom, my two aunts, and my grandmother all passed away. So from a very young age, my life was turned upside down. And so I had just a really heaping dose of what can happen when your life falls apart, when the village gets burned down, so to speak. As I was growing up, I I think I did a lot of, I would say, not healthy things with my grief, with my pain, with my trauma. And, you know, I did experience depression and anxiety and I had attachment issues and had made a lot of like trauma-driven decisions. And at some point it was sort of like, something has to change. And it was right about the time that I was finishing, you know, my education at Belmont in journalism. And I I was kind of like, what vein of journalism am I going to go into? I know that I don't want to do breaking news. And as I was healing myself, I sort of realized, like, I think we're here to teach what we're here to learn in life. I knew that going into the realms of, of wellness, mental wellness, mind wellness, was the best place for me to be and really contribute and be of service in my work. And so that's how it came to be.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, let's talk about Radical Life Renovation, a guided program to heal the past, reclaim your power, and build a future you love. Yes. So
2: this came about in 2020. In that year, I created so much content because there was this huge demand for mental health experts and... I mean, I was so busy, especially early in the pandemic. And so it was it was really interesting time for me. So much pressure for people needing guidance, people needing information to help them reconceptualize what was going on, to make the best of it, to maybe heal traumas that they hadn't faced in a long time. When you're shoved away from your family or you're forced to give up the business that you built or your relationship dissolves because you guys have been isolated together. I mean, everyone was going through something different. It truly was a magnifier of, of the truth of what was going on. And there was no escape. There was nowhere to run, right? So I learned a lot. And in, in that year, I was like, I knew that I had a, a book in me. And I, I had an idea of where I, I knew I had lots of books in me, but I, I had an idea. Well, that fall in September, it was like the first day that I think I had really taken my little girl out. It, out of the house <laughs> much because it was such a scary time. It was the first time that we were going to go step foot in a mall since I think I guess the, before the pandemic had started. She was 18 months on this day. It was a beautiful day, sort of like a soft breeze of a nearing fall. It was a really lovely day. I, I put her in her car seat and drove her to the mall and pulled her out and strapped her uh, tightly into her stroller with her baby doll and her sippy cup and proceeded to push her through the parking lot into the mall. And all of a sudden, I felt this monstrous weight shove me to the pavement. I heard nothing. There was no warning. And I didn't even have time to think. The tires of the car just com- ran over me. I mean, I was swallowed within seconds, completely swallowed by the car. The back tire it actually ran over my hair. I had to, like, rip my hair to get out from underneath there. But the back tire stopped about an inch and a half, according to the doctor, from my skull, and I think an inch and a half from puncturing my lungs. It went over my shoulder and my arm and hand and over my hair. When I came to, my daughter's screams were filling the air. I had no idea what I was going to see. And I, I slithered like a snake out from underneath the car and rushed to her. And luckily, because I had her strapped in, she was only had superficial scratches to her head. Of course, we still had to have her examined. I was, you know, my, my flesh was was hanging off of my shoulder and my arm and my hand. I was bleeding all over her. There were people rushing about. They thought that they had just witnessed someone's mother be killed. Uh, as it turns out, it was a, an unlicensed teenage 17-year-old who was looking at her phone. Of course, I didn't learn all of these details until later, but I was taken away in an ambulance. And I share all this because it does lead to the book. It inspire the book. But in the aftermath of that, I had so many people coming at me, and I, I believe almost all of them had beautiful intentions. They thought they were being supportive, but they were just sort of combing through their own rolodex of ideas and limitations and beliefs around what trauma will be and how I was supposed to behave or feel. And obviously, I was teeming with with trauma, and a, it was very acute and it was scary. There were for days after I was like had to calmly tell myself like breathe and calm my nervous system down and tell myself, you know, this is just your brain trying to protect you. You had a very impactful experience and um, you're not underneath that car anymore. It's not coming for your skull. You're okay. But I had people say things like, Oh, it's going to be a long time before you can walk through a parking lot again. Or, Oh, you, you know, you're never going to be able to be in a car again or you're, you know, every time you see tires, you're going to, you know, have a really bad reaction or you will have PTSD from this. And I believe this is going to be more trauma. You know, people especially who knew my story of what I've been through in my life, this is going to be a whole new set of traumas. And I, I I knew that those, that there was a lot of merit in people telling me those things. But I also knew and being in the realm of, of doing so much work and creating so much content and interviewing so many incredible people. I know so much about the brain. I know so much about human resilience and transformation process. And I thought that might be their stories, but I don't have to fold them into me. I don't have to to own those stories. And so three days, I believe it was two or three days after the accident with my arm and shoulder and hand bandaged, I asked my husband to drive me back there. And I was like, I want to drive my car home. You know, I'm, I want to not because I have anything to prove to anybody, but because I know that I can write my own story. I can decide what is true for me. And as I was driving myself home, I thought about the, the year that we were in, and and all of the collection of stories I had just interviewed. So many feature subjects and people, experts, but also just people going through just a vast range of experiences that were so nuanced that are impossible to really understand unless you're inside of it and i i had heard so many stories of struggle and pain and loss and grief and grieving the freedoms that we had taken for granted and, and grieving, you know, people who'd lost love, loved ones, people who had been forced to move across the coast and leave a life that they loved, people who missed the, the comfort of office banter, you know, being in that space with people that they'd grown to love, but maybe they didn't even realize they loved. And I, I knew that I had so much to offer in terms of from my own life, and the ways that I had reconceptualized the way that I looked at my experiences, as well as I had this vault of knowledge from these experts that I had interviewed. And so what I did is I combed through, mentally combed through that vault Well, and, and physically too. I went through my, my files and I decided to create something that would allow people to sort of get in to their inner world and to reconceptualize their experiences, to learn to access their personal power, not in a toxic positivity way that denies anything. We're not denying anything, but allow them to view their life through a lens of power and intention and go through their their memories and their beliefs and their patterns and their habits and their relationships and, and really own their life experience and reconceptualize it and reset that
0: climate. Let me tell you about this 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater that I got for $50. I ordered it in Navy, the crew neck style, and it is perfect. I wore it with jeans and heels to work and then later in the day threw on sneakers and it was a simple outfit that got so many compliments. And something like this exists thanks to Quince. I already have the ivory color in my cart for my next order, which by the way, I never thought I would own anything cashmere before, but since all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's doable now. They also have organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more that you need to check out for yourself. And here's how they do it. They partner directly with top factories. Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Amy.
3: 2025 qx80 coming this summer hi we're brought to you today by ikea no matter if you live in a three-bedroom house or a tiny apartment we all have mess in one form or another and it takes over if you let it overcoming mess can feel like an impossible task who has time and money for that but the good news is ikea has easy and affordable solves for any kind of clutter Got that chair that seems to collect all your clothes? There's a wardrobe organizer for that. Got a monstrous mess under your bed? No problem. That's what under-bed storage is for. How about that one drawer that seems to have everything and nothing in it at the same time? Nothing one of their many versatile drawer organizers can't solve. IKEA makes storage solutions that are within reach. Solutions that work for spaces of every size and shape and for any budget so you can confidently face mess head on and start enjoying every last inch of your home visit ikea to explore more affordable storage today you can't afford mess so ikea makes storage affordable
0: all right look hiring is hard well good news express employment professionals makes hiring easy Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit expresspros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area so that when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each Express employment professional's location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. So make hiring easy and go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. So in addition to it being a book, like you're calling it a workbook because of the exercises that are in... The book that so, can like a call to action like not just that you're reading this but like is there writing exercises yeah, yeah, or yeah. hey do this so there's lots of stories i actually plucked my
2: interviews with, doc, with uh, dr deepak chopra I interviewed damon john from shark tank he's in there betsy johnson knowledge that from her dr caroline Lee she's a neuroscientist dr edith eager she's a holocaust survivor and brilliant author of the book the gift and has become like a friend she's just so lovely She's like a mentor, really. I've combed through my interviews with them and some of the most profound and impactful lessons and takeaways. i have also, you know, illuminating a lot of my stories, angles of my stories, but I almost like to think of the book as like a sanctuary. You can learn and you can ruminate and dream and examine and be very safe. It's almost like a guardian angel on your nightstand, but also sort of like a sanctuary where you can... You can just really lay it all down, everything inside of you, and rebuild and reimagine. So there's four sections, four phases really. That's where you kind of comb through your mental house and decide what is not working, what needs to go. You can like comb through your attic of experiences, things that you shoved into hiding in your mental closets and decide, you know, this relationship isn't working, this compulsion isn't working, this habit, this belief. And then the second phase is reimagine and that's sort of where you take ownership of like perhaps things haven't worked out the way that you originally envisioned, but what are you going to do with this life now? What are you going to do with what you have now? Can you reimagine perhaps something even more enriching, you know, something more powerful, something that allows you to champion your gifts in a way that that exceeds what you originally, like maybe the ideas that you inherited about yourself. Then phase three is let the light and wonder in. And that's where I very strategically with a lot of empowering science to support all of the stories and the exercises, I sort of invite you to reaccess your sense of childlike wonder and, and return to that uh, and remember your your gifts and, and, and what lights you up. We um, do some things where we, we tap into, you know, your, your senses because that truly is the gateway to your soul. And then the fourth part is build a beautiful future. And that's where I take you through a series of exercises to where I we create something called your abundance blueprint really there's a lot of science to support it
0: well yes I love that you want to back everything up with that you're not just like putting this out there but being that you have had all this access to so many people that have studied the brain and the neuroplasticity and I mean it's completely fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I haven't even barely begun to dip my toe into that Mm -hmm. world and haven't had access to have conversations with some of the people like you have. I mean, of course they have tools and resources and books and things out there that we can read, but yeah, I can't imagine the wealth of knowledge that you have just from sitting down with certain people. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's hard for people if they haven't thought of our brains in that way to really think that you can rewire it. What the point
2: is, is that it's I'm really pointing people down a pathway of possibility and responsibility. From the very beginning, I it's about taking radical responsibility for your life, radical accountability for all of your results, and also knowing that if your brain can be wired in a way that can create a lot of destruction, it can also be rewired in a way that can create a lot of beauty. So there's just a lot of... of coming to it from a place of celebration, celebrating your life, celebrating your body, your your existence on this planet, which is, is invaluable, truly. You know, it, it's not the events and the things that happen to us that create our lives. We have a lot of broken systems in our society, and people, as a result, have come to believe that we are, we are victims, and that's just not true. It's not the events, the things that happen to you, the ways you've been violated, the ways you've been, had your heart broken, been mistreated, abused, wronged. Yes, those things happen, and there are things that have happened to you that are not your fault. They will never be your fault, uh, and you didn't deserve them, and you will never have deserved them, and they were wrong. What you do with them will always be your responsibility. So it's, it's, it's the things that happen to you and it's your response to those things. That creates the story that you're living. That creates the movie of your life. One example, my grandfather lost his business. He had to go home to a big empty house and watch in his recliner and glance around at, at a totems of a former life. His daughter died, had died tragically. His wife had died tragically. His two sons had lost their wives. All of his grandkids were suddenly motherless, almost all of them. And Still, I watched my grandfather in the years later grieve, but also make the decision to find the sun again, to find joy again. He went on to live until he was 94, uh, 30 more years. And he filled his life with so much beauty. And I'm sure grief and pain that I will, will never know, but that's that's not the point. We we can take our experiences and we can use them as Sort of, I call it like your mental toolbox, your power tools. And you can you can take the things that you've gone through in your life and you can make beautiful things with them. And you can find the joy in the sun again.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything, for every passenger, feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
3: Hi, we're brought to you today by IKEA. No matter if you live in a three-bedroom house or a tiny apartment, We all have mess in one form or another, and it takes over if you let it. Overcoming mess can feel like an impossible task. Who has time and money for that? But the good news is IKEA has easy and affordable solves for any kind of clutter. Got that chair that seems to collect all your clothes? There's a wardrobe organizer for that. Got a monstrous mess under your bed? No problem. That's what under-bed storage is for. How about that one drawer that seems to have everything and nothing in it at the same time? Nothing one of their many versatile drawer organizers can't solve. IKEA makes storage solutions that are within reach. Solutions that work for spaces of every size and shape and for any budget. So you can confidently face mess head on and start enjoying every last inch of your home. Visit IKEA to explore more affordable storage today. You can't afford mess. So Ikea makes storage affordable.
0: All right, look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area so that when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each express employment professional's location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an express office near you. So make hiring easy and go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. All right, I can't say enough good things about Tacovas. It's my favorite boot brand. Not just boots. They have everything Western that you need. And it's rodeo season. So if you're looking to put together a good outfit or you're just embracing like your cowgirl cowboy vibes, again, Tacovas is where it's at. They bring a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. I mean, they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you would find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. I can speak to all three. Their boots are super comfortable. I can wear them to events and my feet feel fine. I get a lot of compliments. They're super cute and I feel cute. And then the customer service is out of this world. They also have trucker hats, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western boots right to your door. Visit Tecova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps or free into any minimum purchase of a hundred dollars onto Tacovas.com. Just use code bones at checkout. That's B O N E S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So there are always new styles and looks again for a limited time. Just enter code bones at checkout and you're going to get a free trucker hat. well, I'm linking Radical Life Renovation, which is, again, a guided program to heal the past, reclaim your power, and build a future that you love. It'll be in the show notes, so you can find it there if you want to check it out. It's also on Amazon. And go over the four parts of the book again. So Purge is part one. That's okay. where you sort of comb through your life and you decide what isn't working, You know
2: what needs to be aired out, what you've
0: been avoiding. And so is this like Purge, you mentioned it a minute ago that a lot of it was like mental, but could some of that be purging? Yes. After- oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. like because In your it, physical because, space.
2: And this is so important. We we really can't separate our emotional self from our mental self from our physical self. We think we can. That's an illusion. So when you are working on one, you're really working on all, on it all. And that's really what I work on in this program, too. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you might need to purge some things (laughs) from home. Absolutely. (laughs) Because that's
2: where you start. I mean, you think about if you're going to renovate your home, does this wall need to be knocked down? Do we need to clean out these closets? Do we need to get rid of this clutter? And the thing is, that's really important. And I, I always tell people this. It's not the most fun part of the program. It's not the most fun part of the book because sometimes you find old stuff like old keepsakes or things that you'd forgotten about. But it's it, it's important to get it out so that you can then build something that you can build a life that you don't have to hide from. You, don't, you know what I mean? So the first part is purge. Then there's reimagine. That's where I take you through a series of stories and exercises and rituals and prompts to reimagine your future. Like even if if you're in the midst of ruin, you are at a, I mean, transformation. Your new life is, you know, ruin is the birthplace of your new start. So we, we start there and then uh, let the light and wonder in. That's where we really sort of invite you back to, what wakes you up what calls to you what what delights you what what excited you when you were little that the truest parts of you that
0: just make you that just illuminate the best of you when you did this is your process what is something you realized maybe from your childhood what got you curious about i mean just things that i when i when i was a little girl yeah like yeah. if when you when you hmm. went back to that okay. cuz i think like as children were naturally more curious than we are as adults. I mean, some people grow into being just curious people twenty four seven. Yes. But sometimes based on certain life events, curiosity may fade. So I didn't know if there's anything that you as an adult then got curious about that you were curious about as a child or what did you learn about yourself? I would say
2: less learning because I've always been sort of a a student of myself more embracing parts of myself that maybe I hadn't accepted what I say a lot of my title is journalist or author or writer but I feel like I illuminate the human experience in a way that hopefully allow that invites people to live more vividly and empowered and in celebration of their life their existence and maybe that comes from just having linked arms or like danced in the arms of of life's fragility so many times you know experiencing death at a young age I was actually like witnessed the building burning I was outside of it having had a near-death experience and being I would say I've always always just been very in touch with the the fragility of life but to answer your question I have always been so curious about other human beings and so in love with other people's stories like I really do love people a lot and from a very young age I was such an observer of people and just I used to get in trouble for for asking too many questions you know but it was it came from a place of sincere curiosity not nosiness but just being so fascinated with how we work and why we respond the way we do? Why we react the way we do? Why we withhold the way we do? So now I think I've I embraced that in my adult life, and 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 have hopefully taken that natural inclination of mine and and am doing positive things with it. Well, yeah. you are. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: Okay. So where are we at? The purge. It's, yeah.
2: Um, let the light and wonder in, and then build a beautiful future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the final. That's the, that's,
0: that's the final piece. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense that you would take those <laughs> steps and then the future awaits. And if you're doing those things, that'll help set you up. All of these steps are taking that next right step, which I will acknowledge for some of you listening right now, it might be daunting or seem daunting. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, because it does take work. And you can't hide. I don't really allow you to trauma block
2: anymore. I really allow you, force you to face yourself. But here's the beautiful part. This is the fun part. So many mental health and self-help books out there really want, I mean, there's a lot of beautiful content out there, but I feel like there is a lot of content that wants to like either just put a glossy coat of positivity, just, you know, be positive or like, or they, they focus too much on what's wrong about you. Yes, we do need to look at what's not working, but in my my work in general, I want to wake you up. I want to unlock what's right about you so that that can be free and you can build something, a beautiful life with that.
0: I can just tell sitting across from you that you, yeah, your genuine curiosity about people as a childhood is now coming. It's met you as an adult oh, and you're like you so genuinely much. curious, but you're also genuinely care about mm-hmm. using everything that you've learned and sharing with others because you've seen it work in your own life. And yes, you've been through a lot and you you know the work that it took and you genuinely care about other people finding what you found. I can feel it. So do. Oh, thank you so much for saying that because I do. I really want to be in service. I don't want
2: to just take somebody's money ever in any area of my work. I want it to be some of the best money they've ever
0: spent. Well, thank you for coming on to talk about it, Lacey. And I would love to hear four things that you're thankful for right now. They can be big or small. Oh my gosh, I am grateful for my gorgeous
2: daughter who is the greatest healer, refiner, challenger, teacher of my life. I got pregnant with her after four and a half years of infertility. She is such a, just a gift to my life. So I am just eternally grateful for her. I am grateful for um, spring coming up. I'm so excited about spring. It's my second favorite season, fall, is my first favorite. Oh yeah, same. Season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm grateful for the beautiful weather that we've had lately. Even though it's not so beautiful today, it will come back. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the cup of coffee my husband made me this morning. I am grateful for every single person listening right now and hopefully who's still listening. (laughs) I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you asked me to come. Um, I'm grateful for for this life. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful that I didn't die
0: underneath that car. You know, I'm
2: grateful I'm still
0: here. Grateful for every day, truly. Well... I'm thankful for this too. And I too am thankful for every listener. And sometimes even yes, as we get towards the end, like I I host a fifth thing with Kat Defada. She's a licensed therapist here in Nashville. And we were recording something the other day and we were talking for a very long time. And we were like... Do you think people are still listening at this point? Because <laughs> I know how my life no. gets to and I'll start podcasts and I'll get halfway through and I'll think, oh, okay, I'm going to go back to that and then something else mm-hmm. and then another week goes by. So I just download the next episode. And so, yeah. To Do you ever listen to podcasts on time and a half or speed? Oh gosh, no,
2: I never do. I listen to podcasts constantly, but oh, but not on time and a half, should I? Sometimes, is that a,
0: is that a uh, life hack? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, it's you can speed it up like to one point. Well, it right. depends. Some people, point mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then I get used to people talking about like this. Um, I have a friend who listens to the Bobby Bone Show that way. And it's almost like she gets used to us speaking at that speed that when we talk normal, it's like, She's oh, like, wait, are you okay? Yeah. Are you, and are I'm you like, no, that? this is my normal <laughs> speed, but it sounds like I'm talking like this Hello. because mm. so much faster. But that is how, or if I'm listening to an audiobook, like I'll, on Audible, I'll just put it up. Sort of fast because I'm trying to get it in, but then I wonder if I'm how much I'm really retaining. Yeah, what you're taking. Uh huh. And so I was listening to a book. I, I want to go back to it, but I'm probably about halfway through. Called Limitless, and mm-hmm. it's about the brain. Yeah. And his recommendation for taking in his book and anybody else's book is 20, 25 minutes max. Oh, like I, that's I, your sit down. Yes, and really focusing on those pages in there and not trying to sit down and read for an hour. Right. But really to take in what you're reading, you have to set a time Mm -hmm. and then when the time's up, like be done with it for that moment because then what? And so I'm like, oh, that's a really good point. Sometimes I think I'm just trying to take in, take in, take in, take in, consume, listen to this audiobook, listen to this podcast, read this book before bed. And I feel like I'm not getting enough, but then it's like, oh, I don't know why I think I have to read for 45 minutes to be able to make it good. Like you can just put it in the calendar. Like I'm going to go read this 20 minutes and it'll be more beneficial if you've carved out that 20 minutes than if you try to read later.
2: I so agree and I also think the your approach and the way you're like whether it's a workout or you're sitting down to read something and you want to learn. I think that it's it's all about tuning your mind to a space of like I get to do this. This is a treat for me. Maybe pour yourself a cup of hot cocoa or your favorite tea and get a heated blanket or something. I don't know, make yourself really comfortable and curl up with it and just sort of make a ritual. Make it I I call there's another part of in the book is um, I call it a nightly reward ritual. And it's something where you're rewarding yourself for having lived through another day on this earth, whether it's going for like a sweaty, cathartic run or pouring yourself a bubbly bath or curling up with a, a delicious novel and, and making a So when do we get to do that? Every night. What's it called? The nightly <laughs> reward ritual. <gasps> but
0: <laughs> and then it can with kids, kids. like how do we? But, what's but, my reward? And I say that.
2: Oh, trust me. It could just be making your favorite tea. I mean, it, it could if you have two minutes. For example, when my days are crazy because I have a toddler, sometimes it's just. I'm, I'm going to make myself my favorite tea or hot cocoa or something and I'm going to sip on it while I'm giving my daughter a bath. But I'm still viewing it through a, a place of rewarding
0: myself. My nourishment. Like, yeah, like, like this is a way that I'm giving myself a big warm hug if that makes sense. I think it could probably be like I give myself... The gift of taking care of myself at night like with my skincare routine and my lathering up everything. If you're a younger listener, you might not feel me on this, (laughs) but start moisturizing now. (laughs) But I want to, it's not about accomplishing anything or
2: checking something off the list. Okay. Yes, you might check something off the list and you might accomplish something by doing it. Awesome, all the better. But this, it's about kind of giving yourself the freedom to like, not you don't have to take something in. You don't have to. I actually did a piece few years ago where I interviewed this doctor, Dr. Kevin Gilliland. He's a psychologist who's also become a dear friend. But I've interviewed him from quite a few stories. But I interviewed him a few years ago for a story about the effects of uh, social media on our mental health. As, you know, the Gen Z, but millennials and you know Gen X, I mean, really everybody. it's it's unique for every generation. And we're in an age. We human beings have more information, more data hurled at us than than ever before in history. I mean, we are constantly having information. Learn this. This is my, you know, social media. Like everybody's an expert. There's constantly information. Just we become input junkies. And yes, it's 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 there's there's it's wonderful because we have access to so much information that can really serve us. But I also think that it's important to carve out a space for yourself every day, even if it's two minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you can do, or there's just no pressure. If you are taking something in, great, but let it come from a spirit of this is me celebrating myself. This is me doing something kind for myself. This is me feeling like you're creating a sanctuary inside of yourself to just, just rest a little bit. And if that, if that involves taking information in, maybe you, there's a podcast that you love to listen to. It brings you joy and it lights you up and it delights you, but don't come to it from a place. I've just got to check this off list. I just got to get this done. I just, you know, I have to take in information every day, carve out a a space for yourself to sort of slip away from the social media stage, the information bank, if that makes sense. I hope I'm making sense.
0: Yeah. Just quick question on how you handle social media, because you are so wise when it comes to that and have had access to Mm -hmm. interviews and information. Do you have certain boundaries you set with yourself with your phone? What are those?
2: And a lot of them I do carve, I do set boundaries on my phone. And that is a challenge. Uh, I do know so much. And I have a a strange, I have an interesting relationship with social media because there's so many wonderful things. What I've sort of determined in my work is I've actually done several pieces now and on social media and its effect on our mental health, emotional health and relationships. Very interesting. Social media is not the problem per se. It's human error. It's the way we engage with it. Shopping's not bad, but you can have a pro. It can become a problem if you're you're, you're engaging with it in a negative way. So what I do is I've made the decision and I have to constantly put myself in check because I am a human on this earth. I have an ego, you know. I don't seek validation on social media and I don't let it run my life and I don't let it be a metric for how I'm doing, my worthiness. I really invite social media to inspire my life. It should inspire your life. It should make you be like, oh, I want to go there. I'm going to add that to my bucket list or I'm going to try that or this is interesting, this topic, I'm going to research that or this is awesome and I'm going to screenshot this and I'm interested in this book. I'm going to add it to my summer reading list or whatever. But we get into trouble when it breeds authenticity. My gosh, we could do an hour-long podcast on the things that I have seen having interviewed so many thought leaders, experts, I've interviewed so many influencers, celebrities for stories. I could seriously give you like a 2-hour po- podcast on some of the things that I've seen that have changed my relationship on social media for the better. And and just to tell you very briefly, it's it's about the dysfunction and the and the the issues that we cause ourselves when we engage with social media in a way that's inauthentic because if you do that, you might be convincing your audience, but your higher self will always know the phony game you're playing and it will not serve your life long-term. So I just try to be very authentic. Authenticity does not mean telling everything, you know, at all. We can have boundaries around that, but being authentic so that I know that I'm good with myself, with whatever I say, whatever I release, whatever I create, I know that I'm being lacy. I'm being me. Of course, there's some things that will always be sacred or that I may not feel like sharing but I always try to be authentic and I try to just everything that I that I follow and everything that I engage with I want it to serve my life I want it to inspire my life and uh, invite me to live more vividly more presently more gratefully but never with this agenda to to seek validation and I have to put myself in check forever. Like I have to be like, okay, wait a second. Did I think I want to post this because I want a reaction or I want someone to say something or am I doing this from a place of what? Are, what's my intention? So that's a very, my very long-winded answer. to <laughs> Your very short question. It's being very honest with yourself and not looking for social media to satiate all of your relationship needs, your self-worth needs, not searching for worthiness validation on social media, because I promise you, you might get that rush temporarily, but it you will never find what you're looking for long term, mm. ever.
0: Yeah, well, maybe you will have to come back and yeah. we can do...
2: Oh my gosh. I have so much yeah. science and so much research and so much... I, Let's I, do that. I will. I,
0: I can break it down for you. Okay, so <laughs> we'll do that. Lacey will be back on. I think that would be a fascinating episode and something that people would be really interested mm-hmm. in because, yeah, we're, we're, we all are on there. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're all trying to figure out now how to navigate it because it's been this many years and you keep hearing about the side effects, but I, it's interesting too, like thinking of your, your higher self knowing how you're showing up on there, but yeah, using it for inspiration and connection. Like it can be used for good. I've met some really amazing people strictly because of social media. So I'm very thankful for it, but I kind of have a love, hate, and
2: People Uh, demonize social media, but it's not. It's not the demon. It can act as one. So yeah, we'll talk about that on the future episode.
0: Yes. So Lacey will be back for that. In the meantime, people can um, check out LaceyJohnson.com. Yes. For more info on you. And then speaking of social, do you have your Instagram handle? everything is the Lacey Johnson. Yeah. It's
2: all the same. At the Lacey Johnson. So, I'm so narcissistic, I promise you. I, I don't think of myself as that. But there, Lacey Johnson was taken and so yeah.
0: Yeah, you I had to add the it. v. <laughs> Yeah, it's either you have to add a V or the underscore or a, right. like I had to do, Amy Brown was taken so then I became Radio Amy. Perfect. So just you have to get what's available. So thank you so much thank for you. coming on to talk about this. And again, Radical Life Renovation will be linked in... The show notes, the workbook, and then in about a year or so, yeah, you got have it. my first hardback coming out next year. Oh, Another,
2: book. I can't talk about that yet, but I will
0: soon, and you'll come back to talk yeah, about that too. So we already have you booked now: this episode oh. and two more <laughs> yeah, social great. media, and then your Love next it. book. So <laughs> thank you so much for coming on today, and I hope everyone listening you'll have an amazing rest of your day, and make sure that tonight you give yourself your little do your gratitude bath you need to give yourself your gratitude bath and you can get more information about
2: that in my book and you need to reward yourself for having survived another day on this earth where there are so many dangers and so many things that could have taken you out and you kept going and you need to reward yourself every single night. Treat yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks guys. Okay.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
0: Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today, we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, under bed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit Ikea to explore more. You can't afford a mess, so Ikea makes storage affordable. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com.
1: Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History